It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Miami Dolphins 2023 Prospect Spotlight Series continues on this week of the 2023 NFL Draft. Our focus today is North Dakota State offensive lineman Cody Mauch, who he is, how he would fit the Dolphins scheme, and whether or not he'll be available for the Dolphins to draft on day two of the 2023 NFL Draft. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with Joe Marino. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. Special shout out to our everydayers who keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Visit BetterHelp.com slash on today to get 10% off your first month. We are finishing interior offensive linemen on this episode of the show. We have done John Michael Schmitz from Minnesota. We have done Steve Avila from TCU. We have done Joe Tipman from Wisconsin. We have done Nick Saldaveri from Old Dominion. I have not done Osiris Torrance who is a considered to be a consensus first-round player, and I don't think a great scheme fit for the Dolphins regardless. I have not done Andrew Voorhees from USC, who suffered a knee injury and will not be uh, or has not participated in the pre-draft process, and his health and return to health for the beginning of the 2023 NFL season is in question. I have not done other players like Ricky Stromberg or Emil Echior or... Antonio Maffi or Jordan McFadden or Luke Whipler. These are all players that were given grades in this evaluation process on interior offensive linemen. But they aren't players that are getting the spotlight because I don't necessarily think these are pick 51 or pick 84 candidates for the Dolphins. And as such, we are going to continue over them. We're going to do our interior offensive line recap show with our next show, but we have to do Cody Mauch first. And Cody Mauch was one of the star emergents in the pre-draft process, went down to the Reese's Senior Bowl and is out there with the big, long red hair and missing his two front teeth and the shirt tucked up with the belly hanging out and pushing guys all over the field. And I'm here to tell you, I thought the tape was better than the senior bowl performance. And you can use that from an evaluation perspective to take things in a number of different ways. But our objective today is to discover who Cody Mauch is and whether or not he'd be a fit for the Miami Dolphins. Here's what you need to know about Cody Mauch. He played nine-man football when he was at the high school level in North Dakota, Hankinson, North Dakota. He was a two-way player 
at Hankinson in Hankinson, North Dakota. He played tight end quarterback and defensive end for Hankinson High School, which is nine-man football. He was also a standout basketball player, a state qualifier in track, and played baseball. Four-star athlete, or four-sport athlete. Goes to North Dakota State as a tight end. Puts 40 pounds on his frame, bulks himself up, is a two-year starter on the offensive line, 2021 and 2022. Handful of starts at right tackle. The rest of the way, he's been at left tackle. When you project him with his frame and athletic profile, most teams are probably going to profile him inside at guard, although there is some speculation he could potentially play all five spots on the offensive line. He snapped at the Senior Bowl. He played guard at the Senior Bowl. He played tackle at the Senior Bowl, and he played both sides of the line. So if you're looking for a deluxe position flexible player, Cody Mauch is going to move the needle for you out of North Dakota State. And of course, he went down to the Senior Bowl and showcased that he belonged physically on the field with the best of the best the college football had to offer. And North Dakota State himself, um, they have handled and tackled some pretty uh, impressive Division I competition. Case in point, this past year in 2022, they played Arizona at Arizona and lost by a field goal, and they had to lead the fourth quarter of that game. And that was like a, a must-have-it situation. And they went down the field and scored late in the game. I would like to correct myself already. Uh, he's a three-year starter at tackle, not a two-year starter at tackle. Over the course of his career in total, he has 39 career starts, 37 of which have come at left tackle and two at right tackle. And the athletic profile is that of a player who is off the charts athletic, and that, that really pops up on his tape. He's six foot five, 302 pounds. He has 32 and 3 eighths inch arms, which is 14th percentile for offensive linemen to come through the NFL combine since 1999. So he's 17th percentile in weight, 14th percentile in arm length. He had 57th percentile in height at six foot five. So that is going to kind of touch base on some of the questions and limitations uh, and concerns that I have with Cody Mauch. But to, to finish the pros, 5.08 in a 40-yard dash is 83rd percentile. 1.79 second, 10-yard split is 51st percentile. 63rd percentile on the vertical jump of 29 inches. Nine-foot broad jump is 78th percentile. 7.33 second three-cone drill is 93rd percentile. 4.55 second 20-yard short shuttle is 84th percentile. 29 bench press reps, 77th percentile. So if you look at his spider chart, which is you know, zero is in the middle and 100% is all the way around the outside, and all the tests that he scored, very, very, very impressive from a functional athleticism standpoint, but a little bit limited from some of your size metrics. And that invokes some, some really interesting names amongst his comparables at mockdraftable.com, which overlaps that spider chart versus the spider charts of all the other players that have come through the pre-draft process before him and alongside him. You have successful players like Joe Thune and Isaac Samal. Really, really good NFL guards. They're amongst the top eight comparables. Oh, by the way, Ali Marpet, another small school player. 
With Joe Thune, Ali Marpet, and Isaac Siamalu are three of your top seven comps, athletically speaking. It puts you in really good, uh, really good frame of reference. Also on his list, you have Matt Hennessy, a little bit of an underwhelming center out of Temple. You have Liam Eikenberg, offensive tackle, Notre Dame. And that's probably the one that's going to set off the alarm bells for everyone else, right? If you looked at, if you measured him as an offensive tackle, the number one comparable for Cody Motch, not through offensive line scope, but offensive tackle scope, from an athletic profile and size profile perspective, his number one comp is Liam Eikenberg. Because they're both tall players. Eikenberg, 6'6", Motch, 6'5". Eichenberg was 306, Motch was 302. They both have 32 and 3/8 inch arms. And then they posted really, really good athletic profile skills between the agilities with their shuttle drills and their jumps. Liam didn't run. So the question is, with that as your base of knowledge, what is it about Cody Motch that makes him not Liam Eichenberg? That's the question. That's the mystery because they both played tackle throughout their college careers. And that's what we're going to explore next on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is sponsored by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing, evolving, and changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk things through. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential at BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn to receive 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash LockedOn. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Here's where I think the, the divide can take place between the two. Because I really did not like opening up the athletic profile overlays and seeing Lee Eikenberg as match number one amongst offensive tackles. You acknowledge this is a three-year starter at the NFL level. You acknowledge this is a player who is going to play on the inside at the NFL level. He can be a utility player and get you through a stretch, but like Lee Eikenberg has eventually transitioned his way inside, Cody Mauch is going to have to transition inside as well. There is a certain level of urgency and eagerness in which I think Cody Mauch plays the game that separates him from Liam Eikenberg. Now, Liam Eikenberg 
in the run game at Notre Dame. You go back, I put myself in that frame of mind. Very consistent on double teams, very consistent on drive blocks, good vertical movement in the run game. Pass protection was highly effective because he played in an offense that had a mobile quarterback and had a quarterback who would get off his spot. It would sometimes test his platforms where I think Cody Mauch is a little easier getting out of his stance, but that's not really going to impact you when you're playing on the interior, right? So now you have to look at and ask yourself, okay, where is the, where is the ability to win quick and get hands on and how well does that translate? Because that has been the struggle for Liam when projecting him inside and playing him inside is things are happening faster and his brain has not caught up to his body yet. So for Cody Mauch, what I see is a little bit more consistency with his hands And I see a player who has a little bit more functional strength than Liam. I certainly think he's more fluid than Liam. And Liam, it seems like, with the lack of reach that he has, trying to get out and get attached onto bodies will result in him overextending himself and being too eager and not trusting himself to latch on. Where when I watch Cody Mauch, you see the fluidity, you see the violence in which he's capable of striking, you see how quickly he takes the air out of things and is quick to get on top of defensive linemen. And that's both a tackle and pass protection and in the run game. I think that's the biggest divider between the two and the area that gives me some level of peace of mind that if you're going to project Cody Mauch into this offense as a guard, and he would be a guard, that he has enough differences in who he is as a player from a demeanor perspective, from a functional athleticism perspective, not testing athleticism, but functional athleticism, that he's not going to befell the same issues that Liam Eikenberg had, has had. Now, I will say that doesn't give you the warm and fuzzies to acknowledge, look, the, the length here is very much the same vein of Liam Eikenberg. 78.78 wingspan is fifth percentile. 32 and three-eighths inch arms is fifth percentile. Weight is 12th percentile. If you're going to take a a bottom 10 percentile player from a length and mass perspective and put him on the inside, you darn well better have the athleticism to not get outgunned and outmanned. My question is, are you going to play Cody Monch at 302? Are you going to continue to bulk him up and lose some of that athleticism? And if he does, does he end up becoming another version of Liam Eikenberg? I don't know. I don't have the answer. But it's the question that I have. And when I did the evaluation of Cody Monch, I liked him a lot. I liked and graded him in approximately the same range that I graded Liam Eikenberg as uh, when, when Liam was coming out. But I am a little bit more cognizant with the shortcomings of Liam moving inside from guard to tackle or from tackle to guard in an offense that was run heavy, that if you put him in a pass-happy offense, things have to quicken up. you got to have enough of an eye of the game to not be overwhelmed by the speed of things happening on the interior. I would like to think that Cody Mauch 
is well-equipped to do that. I think he's a viable solution, and the fact that he overlaps in, in as many ways as he does with Lee Meikenberg would give you an indication that this front office, from an evaluation perspective, probably sees something redeeming in Cody Mulch. He's graded as my fourth interior offensive lineman. I think he is an adequate level starter. I do think he has the ceiling to be a quality starter at the NFL level. I don't think he has the ceiling of a Nick Saldaveri uh, because Saldaveri has elite traits that Cody Mauch, quite frankly, does not. And Saldaveri, like Cody Mauch, uh, because of their individual transitions, as a, one was a two-star recruit who played at Old Dominion, the other was a former walk-on tight end who had to add the mass onto his frame, who played nine-man football. You understand why he's a late bloomer. But if you don't have the physical tools to help unlock, like, cornerstone potential then your best case scenario, I think, is going to be uh, what I believe the NFL.com comp for him was, which was like an Alex Kappa type of guard. Kappa, of course, went to Tampa Bay, had success there as another small school mid-round selection who developed uh, and then signed a big money contract with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. I think that's kind of the, the higher level pathway. The lower level pathway is Lee Meikenberg. So what level of confidence do you have that in developing an offensive lineman, you're going to get the higher of the outcomes and not the lower of the outcomes? That's up for them to assess and decide. There's plenty to like here, and, and we're going to talk about from a predictive standpoint where I think Cody Mauch gets drafted as we finish this prospect spotlight as a part of our preparations for the 2023 NFL Draft. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Predictively speaking, I think there's a handful of guys that are ready to play and will play at a higher level early on than Cody Mauch. I, I do think because he is North Dakota State, because he's going to be changing positions, because there is some physical limitations that he's going to have to learn to play with against NFL competition, I think he is more of a high-variance outcome type of player early on. I think his ceiling might be best at center if you can get him at center, because the center is traditionally undersized. He's traditionally a help player. I mean, if you take Cody Mauch and his, his athletic profile and you change the filters in which you are observing it to look at centers, suddenly he's 89th percentile for height, he's 45th percentile for weight, he's 36th percentile for arm length. Here's a name that Dolphins fans might remember. Jake Grove is one of the comparables on the mock draftable chart. Nick Mangold from the New York Jets, 06, is another comparable on the mock draftable chart. Creed Humphrey, 6'4", 302. Cody Mauch is 6'5", 302. Comparable athletic skill sets. 
From an athletic testing perspective, Cody Mauch projects most favorably as a center in the NFL. I don't know that he's going to get drafted to play center. But if I were drafting him for the Dolphins, that would probably be my outlook. And that doesn't help you get better in year one unless you are comfortable with Cody Mauch as a day two rookie taking over your starting center role and moving Connor Williams to guard. So I think there's a world in which Mauch is available and makes sense for the Dolphins, but I don't know that unless other dynamics about the offensive line change, this is going to be the player I'm really going to pound the table for. Now, where he ultimately ends up getting drafted, if there is a team that has a more complete unit on the offensive line or a team that is not expecting to compete early on that needs a center and sees the athletic profile here and says, I want to play this guy at center, because it's where it mitigates his size to the best and accents the best of his abilities, and we have the time to be patient and let him develop. Take him as early as you want. I don't think I would advocate for the Dolphins to draft him at 51. Now, the way he scored would indicate that he is somebody who's in in the conversation as a late second round type of pick. I would not be mad if the Dolphins selected Cody Mauch even at 51. But what you're, you better have a definitive plan to maximize him. And I don't think putting him at guard and overlapping him with Liam Eikenberg, who had the same hurdles that he's had to clear, is going to give you a clear pathway to improvement. So I like this player. I'm intrigued by this player. I think this player can be a quality starter in the NFL. But you better have the right offensive line coach around him you better have the right plan for how to transition in the center if you're going to do it. And if they do it, we're going to be expecting one of those two things is what they are assuming along the way. As it stacks, he's my fourth-rated interior offensive lineman. I would much rather have Sal DeVere, who graded just a little bit lower because the ceiling is much, much, much higher. And I think you have clear pathways from a physical tools perspective to play either guard or tackle. So you'll look at the final rankings when we go over the interior offensive line debrief You'll see Cody Mauch, IOL 4. And if he's the best IOL available and they draft him, okay, let's talk about the plan. But there better be a plan, and it better not just be let's throw him in there in the mix and let the best guys win. Because that's unfortunately what the plan ended up being early in Liam Eikenberg's career as a rookie. And he ended up lining up at three different spots along the way, right tackle, left tackle, left guard. And it didn't set him up for success, and he's been paying the price ever since. So that's my two cents on Cody Mauch. Like him. Like him a lot. Think there's a pathway for it to be a quality starter in the NFL. But you got to have a plan. And that hasn't been a strength of the Dolphins. Make sure you keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. We're going to debrief the entire interior offensive line unit. And then we're going to start to transition some of these conversations to more big picture scale. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Shout out to the everydayers who are here every day because it is your team every day. Here on the Locked On Network, that's going to do it for this episode of the show. Until next time, fins up and peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? 
Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.